This is the Southsider 670 podcast from Odyssey and 670 The Score. My name is Shane Reardon, Shane underscore Reardon on Twitter. Uh, that's Gabe Ramirez, Chicago underscore Gabe. You can find the podcast itself anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. Listen to it on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, the Odyssey website, whatever. You can email us at southsider670 gmail.com, and we like to get to your questions if they're ever sent in. The White Sox went three and four Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Like We're on a roll here, um, three back from first place. At 500 at the All-Star break, um, playing awesome baseball. Yoan Moncada has 10 RBIs in his last four games. He's absolutely tearing the cover off the ball. Andrew Vaughn a homer today. Josh Harrison homer today. But were you at a re- reggaeton convention this weekend? Very impressed. I'm glad Did that, some, that of right? my, some of my boricua was running, rubbing off on you. Yeah, it was a, a reggaeton fest. They had like, some really good like legendary reggaetoneros that were there and what does uh, that mean what is what is like reggaetoneros? Imagine if i said like um like we were talking about some rock and roll like some rock and roll legends or whatever right oh, okay so, okay so reggaetoneros is just the you know people that do reggaeton right was uh was tito puente there did he come back from the dead <laughs> that's salsa and he's dead so that's gonna be tough for him, to, for, him to, for him to be there but it was fun man i was in the jack daniels lounge so it was mm-hmm. free jack daniels and free Heralura, which is a tequila yeah all the whole time so i was oh hell just, yeah but I'm trash. Dude, three days in, it's like I felt like I went to the festival, and I just it's no. Dude, point were out. you there for all three days? Dude, hosting all three days the Jack Daniels oh Lounge. But it, it was it was like a That's party insane. the whole time. It was I bet better than Lala. I bet a little lower hey, key. We need to, if we had a Sox Fest this from this weekend. That's what I felt like I was at. Really? How, how excited are you, dude? How excited are you? Let's just come on. How excited? So, are you? Um, but I am <laughs> over the moon right now. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm legitimately kind of surprised that the White Sox were able to pull off three of four against a very good Minnesota Twins team with an excellent bullpen and a very potent offense. And the White Sox pitching outside of Lance Lynn yesterday, which I know you rejoiced watching Lance Lynn do what he did. Outside of Lance Lynn yesterday, the pitching was phenomenal. Dylan Cease was a goddamn wizard today, and is it's an absolute travesty that he's not going to L.A. this weekend with Liam Hendricks and Tim Anderson as an all-star for the White Sox. Somebody was saying that, uh, like, if there was a, a all star bonus, the Sox should pay him anyway. I think it was Chuck Garfine. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if he's getting snubbed because there is some sort of bonus, you know, like some sort of $3 million upage you got to pay. I've Shout seen out Dylan Teeth, man. Being consistent. 8Ks today awesome. hit the over on his strikeout prop. I was super impressed with it because I keep waiting for some sort of disappointment from him and he keeps not letting me down. It's almost like, um, what is it called? Self-sabotaging my relationship yeah. with Dylan Cease. <laughs> yep. But he keeps coming through for me. And I, I just, I guess eventually I got to just admit that he's going to do it. I told you, I put, he should have put the 50 bucks. You should have put the 50 bucks on when I told you. On him as Cy Young. We're yeah. talking about Cy Young, right? Yep. Plus 15. It's plus, it's still plus 1400 right now. That's insane, it, dude. Really? That's it insane. only went up from plus 1500 to plus 1400? Yep. Yep. Because no one's putting money on it, so it doesn't matter. People don't care. Huh. I'm like you, like you're opening that. up your app. I, <laughs> I, I didn't even I, I feel bad because I feel like I missed the best offensive game of the White Sox season today. Speaks and I were at a Wrigley rooftop with our uh, rep from FanDuel. And I experienced that for the first time ever. Like the okay. you can't really see a ton of the game, but the experience is killer where it's like free food and free booze and stuff like that. And it's wait, cool wait, 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 wait. so there. while I was up at nine in the morning filling in for Speaks, you guys were getting trashed. Damn. Uh, okay. Did right. you fill I in on it. hit and run today? 
I did. Yeah. You filled on Hit and Run, and then went and hosted the reggaeton. I filled in on festival. Hit, I filled in on Hit and Run today. Then I went to B ninety six and worked from twelve to five. And you track the sh- you track shows today. I went right down the hall, and I did like the first hour live, and then yeah. I was tracking the show backwards as I was there. Jesus Christ, then, dude! Then you left, work. Went home, but slept yeah, like uh, thirty minutes, and then did that. I stayed in bed today until like. 10 10 30 then walked to get coffee chilled out and then walked the two blocks from my apartment to the wrigley rooftop and just got trash for free all day this is what yeah. we talk about when we have two different lives my friend <laughs> this is exactly what we're talking about right here but gabe you were making money today i, I didn't make any money right. today it's good because god money knows too. this podcast doesn't make any money i have not seen a cent yet so mm-hmm. <laughs> but hey let's like, do but this you know have do? obligation we appreciate them because they gave us the opportunity to talk about exactly. Socks. Exactly. Let's 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 pick up from where we left off because last time we talked, we had seen Thursday's game where yep. Cueto pitched a gem, yeah, and then Friday, Giolito pitched a gem. Yep. What do you what do you think about his demeanor on the mound that game and just you know him kind of putting the team on his back and holding Minnesota like you said a potent offense to not so many runs. The eyes are back. So we talked about that, uh, I want to say, two months ago. The first time we we didn't see the Lucas Giolito uh, killer eyes, where he just peers over that glove, and it looks like he's ready to absolutely beat the shit out of anybody within 10 feet of him. The Lucas Giolito eyes are back. The spin rates are up a little bit. The velocity is up a little bit. But more than anything, it just seems like his demeanor and his confidence is completely back. He doesn't, he doesn't look to be overmatched by anybody. When he was having those poor outings, it just looked like he was lost completely on the mound and he was intimidated by anybody that would step into the box. The yeah. Lucas Giolito that we know with the intimidation factor and that just the, the presence on the mound is completely back. But as long as this offense continues to do what they've done the last three or four days, like that Lucas Giolito is fine. You don't yeah. need the Lucas Giolito that was – projected when he was a rookie in Washington or a prospect in Washington to be a a future Cy Young winner. You don't need that. You don't need Lance Lynn to be the Lance Lynn that he was in wherever. Like you don't need a dominant Lance Lynn. He can be a four or five. This offense is finally finding it. And I I, I don't want to be greedy, but it just, it, it hurts me a little bit that they're finding their hottest streak and now they're off for a week. Isn't that how it works, though? Of course, right? it's how it works. I mean, you're back to 500. You made a statement, you know, against the lead, or division leading Twins. Gio, yeah, you're right. Everybody's nice and hot, and then you want them to keep it going. And then you got. Unfortunately, Cleveland's still winning. Right, and then you face them at the end of the month, along with the Rockies and the A's, and and you're saying to yourself, okay, those are games you should win, but if the momentum doesn't continue, you know, these guys get to go back home and eat mommy's cooking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. A little chule, a couple of chuletas are gonna put them. She, mommy's not gonna let them leave whatever island they're going to and, and not fatten up a little bit. They're gonna think they're skinny. But back to Giolito, I thought it was a perfect game for him, Shane, because it was like, like I almost was very glad that it wasn't a blowout because I felt like Giolito needed that type of pressure. He's like, I, I already want to pitch well, but oh yeah, oh we only got a one run lead, or you know what I'm saying? The game's tight. Like okay, yeah, I'm gonna be in this. Like I felt like it got him up. For that yep. moment, you know what I mean? That, that, that part felt good. But you're right, the offense, I mean, geez, just feels good to, to say home run a couple times. Yeah. 
You yeah, know? It, it just it, it feels good to watch. And we talked about it a little bit on Thursday, but Yoan Moncada changing to those yellow cleats and yellow batting gloves. <laughs> something <laughs> happened. He's a completely different player. Dude. He's hitting. I know we said in this stretch of 19 straight against divisional opponents, like a perfect world, they go 16 and three, mm-hmm. or at least 13 and six. They're a very respectable nine and seven right now. There are nine and seven in these first 16 games against divisional opponents. You've got three more coming off the back end of the all-star break in Cle- It's in Cleveland, right? I think I it's in so. Cleveland, in Cleveland. This is this is as pivotal as pivotal can be. You can theoretically take over first place and or at least second place at the end of those those three games. Like this White Sox team needs to just show what they did the last three days because this is the team they are. The team that they were three of the four games against Minnesota. That's the team they are. True. This is what everyone expected coming into this season: offensive powerhouse, crush left-handed pitching crush some right-handed pitching, play clean defense, and they did all of that this weekend. Felt good. They did all of it. It felt good. It's like, how do you walk away from that and not be optimistic about the White Sox, even though you've shit on them for the last, not you mm-hmm. specifically, I'm like the whole family. No, I have. Yeah, no, I shit have. on them for the last two months. And then they do this, and you're like, yeah, dude, this is what we're talking about. Yep. Duh. Like, where were you guys at? What are you guys doing? But you're right. You're getting, you know, powerful Moncada is important. It really makes a difference in that lineup. Obviously, we, he needs to produce uh, anyway. But when but it's the power, it's the home run shot that blast to center field. God, was, uh, that was a fucking piss bomb. missile. It was Absolute beautiful. Piss and, and he looked happy, and everybody's happy. You know what I'm saying? That and that's the biggest difference here. The environment has completely changed, and I don't care if it seems like they're forcing it. Um, or if they're just trying to show the cameras that are hanging around that they are a happy team after that Bob Nightingale report came out that there are clicks in the White Sox dugout. Like we talked about it, we've talked about it all season. It doesn't look like Yuan Moncada has enjoyed playing baseball. Yeah. And I, I understand that that comes and goes with success and failure. And obviously it's a lot easier to be happy when you're be, when you're successful. But I truly believe it as silly as it sounds, that moment on Thursday night. That Jose Abreu slid in the dugout after Yuan Moncada slid it home for that extra run. That was it. That yeah. Jose Abreu showed himself as that nonverbal leader. Mm-hmm. Just to, to show, hey, guys, we're playing a game here. We know right. how good we are. We know how talented we are. Don't let Bob Nightingale, who's probably talking to Dallas Keuchel, who's Ooh. a fucking reject. Don't <laughs> let Bob Nightingale dictate how you feel as players in this clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Because things have completely turned around. And then today, when Yoan Mankata and Andrew Vaughn go back-to-back, the smile on Yoan's face after Andrew Vaughn hit that ball, hit that homer, Yeah, you know, I've, I've never seen Yoan Mankata smile like that this season. Yeah. Just I was smiling. I was, I was staring with, with googly eyes when they did that. I was just Dude. like... Dude, it's 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 it, it's great. It it's makes a good it feeling. seem like all of these like these trials and tribulations and all of this anger that we've had so far was completely not worth it because now yeah. they're finally playing like the team that we know they are. Yeah, which is good, right? I mean, you want your team to get hot in the second half, and they're in a prime position to do that. Still, the possibility of being disappointed, you know, what I'm saying as the as the season continues on, but mm-hmm. it sure is a it sure is a hell of a sure is a good as hell, whatever the fuck, launching pad for them right now. You know what I'm saying? Yep. To really say to themselves, like, okay, guys, we are good. 
we do know what we're doing. We do got good pitching. You know, everybody. And like you said, with the Abreu thing sliding in the dugout, it's like it doesn't matter what click you're part of. You know, you mentioned that you said it has to be somebody that's there in that dugout. It can't be a pitcher that's in the bullpen. It's got to be somebody there that could loosen up those guys. And again, if you have clicks on that on that bench, you're all, you're laughing at a Abreu anyway. It doesn't matter. And that's you know we talked about it last episode. It's what bring that's something that can bring the crew together. And it's really it's really cool to see that because. There's only one way to go, bro. Believability is so important. And, yeah. You know, Even if what, you're not what, feeling it, convince yourself you're feeling it, right? Right. And convince yourself. Is. Yeah. And, exactly. and you want, and, and and it's like a drug, right? Where it's like you want that feeling again. All right, we were laughing, we were having a good time. We don't, we don't want to feel be sluggish and look like a fucking group of losers that are not enjoying themselves in the dugout. Baseball's fun. It should be fun. You know what I mean? So it's. It's good to see that because, but you're right. Now, the more you say that, it's like it sucks that they just got to go on this break. Yeah, it's like can't we play some? Can't can't the teams that don't have any all stars? Can't we go do something? Play a couple games, get yeah. a series in <laughs> to, knock, to knock it out, man. I mean, it, um, you can't underestimate the the power of a break. You can't underestimate the power of being able to spend extended time with your family, right? I think sure. that'll be good for a lot of these guys. Um, but it just as a fan seeing them finally hit their stride and seem like they figured it out offensively wow. and the approach has been good and the at-bats have been good. That part hits a little bit, but like this team is still far from perfect. Um, if they can keep themselves within two, three, four games of first place come the trade deadline on August 3rd, Rick Hahn needs to start hitting the phones, man. This team still needs yeah. a dominant left-handed reliever. They still need another lefty bat. And I'm still looking at Josh Bell in Washington. Like I'm still looking at Josh Bell. I think he'd be a, a phenomenal addition to this baseball team. Okay. You just hit mute. Or My back. Yep. This team still needs a dominant left-handed reliever and a powerful lefty bat without a doubt. Even if it's just going to come off the bench, like Yasmani Grandal is still going to come back. I'm kind of worried about Luis Robert, um, it, it, whether it might be vertigo or something like that. Like, He's never had an issue with lightheadedness before. So I'm hoping right. that worked out over the all-star break. Eloy Jimenez is still incredibly frustrating. Like the guy can't stay on the field for more than three, four games at a time. And when he is, he's just a, he's a menace in the batter's box. And, and that lineup looks so much more intimidating when Luis Robert is in the two hole and Eloy Jimenez is in the four or five or, or, or six hole. Like it just looks so much more complete. And that's not just to us as fans. The, the opposition looks at that and they're like, shit, We've got yeah. Robert Nilo Jimenez back in there. Like they still need a lot, but if you can sustain for a little while and get to August third, and Rickon can work a little bit of magic with whatever assets they have because it's not many, um, they still need more. It, but it, it just it, it's I, I'm I'm having a hard time even being mad tonight. Like normally coming into a Sunday night, I, I would be ranting and raving and, and a little pissed off and probably a little bit tipsy because I just watched the White Sox piss away <laughs> some kind of lead on a Sunday afternoon, you know. But I'm, I'm having a hard time even being mad. It's weird. It's a weird feeling right now as a Sox fan. You're really you're because you want to believe it, but then you're like, Mm-mm. you're not gonna fool me. You're gonna fool me again. This is cute. Y'all got a little little won a bunch in a row. That's cute. Yeah. You know, or whatever it was, four out of five or whatever it has been. That's cute. But I'm they're not gonna let me suck suck you back in. What do you think it'll take? How many like like where do they need to be in order for you to? I mean, obviously we feel strongly about the team and we want them to win but i'm talking about like where do they need how many games over 500 or yeah or how close do they need to be to first place in order for you to be like 
I told you, bitches, we're going to the we're going to the playoffs. You know, what I mean? well, they need to be in first place by a large margin. Like this team oh, is yeah. talent wise the best team in the division. There's no reason why they shouldn't be in first place now. There's no reason why they should have started as poorly as they did. There's no reason why they shouldn't win the American League Central. The only reason would be health. And if they can get on the field, stay a little bit healthier, then there is legitimately no reason they should not be in first place in the American League Central. Like, I still think they win the Central. It's with fewer games than I thought before. I, I thought they were a 96-win team. I think I said on, on Parkinson Spiegel, afternoons on the score, I think I said 96, but this division is so shit. It's yeah. such a shit division. And but But the thing is, like, I don't want just another division championship. I don't want just another playoff appearance. Right. I want a dominant playoff run. And I think they still do it with 87 or 88 wins, but it's just, it'll feel good to get in there. It just won't feel as good as, as if they went wire to wire, like they did in 05, or if yeah. they went pretty much wire to wire, like they did last year. I guess I'd be okay with like uh, the ALCS. I'd feel good with that. If, if, if right. I wouldn't feel like, you know, I wouldn't feel like it was a total disappointment if we got all, if we got that far. To me, that'd be cool. And then get my heart broken right before the World Series. Instead of losing in the World Series, like I don't want to get there and lose. So I'd rather just to the Dodgers, right? So I'd rather just, you know, take my lumps in the playoffs and lose to I don't know. I don't want I don't want the Yankees to make it either, though. I don't think they're going to. I think some 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 team's pitching staff is gonna be able to to outdo them right there. Who, yeah, who you Houston. If it's not the Yankees, I think it's probably Houston in the American League. They're they're too good top to bottom. Like Justin Verlander is having one of those Justin Verlander years at at 58 years old, however old he is. He was still hitting 99, 100 today or yesterday. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I I forget who was talking about it a couple of weeks ago. That last year the White Sox started super hot and then they spent the entire second half trailing off, but they built mm-hmm. such a big lead that it didn't really matter and the division was already bad. Let's just hope that this is a, a complete reversal of last season. Like it's a slow start, and then they find themselves, and then just run away with it here in the second half. Run away with it in July, August, August, and September. Yeah, I feel like if if you're hovering like right around like ten games over five hundred, then I feel just I'm like oh, then we're a good. Then I feel like we're a good team. The fact that you know you can't consistently get over five hundred that's the part that's that's damning. I mean, sure you can win you know games against the Twins and the Guardians, but if you're not you know, playing above 500 baseball. That's just a brutal. Let's talk about a couple of things. Let's talk about um, 